Nathan, can we get more out of the uh, out of uh, his guitar? destroy your horses from your midst and smash your chariots I will destroy the cities of your land and tear down all your fortresses I will remove the sorcery that you practice and you will no longer have omen readers living among you I will remove your idols and sacred pillars from your midst you will no longer worship what your hands have made and I will uproot your images of Asherah from your midst and destroy all your idolatry. I will angrily seek vengeance on the nations that do not obey me. started began the Holy Spirit said to me he said where are you standing and I said I don't know and he said to me you stand before your nation today 350 something million people you stand before the nation now and for this whole last two weeks since the birthing of star child Holy Spirit keeps telling me I want the high places tore down I want the sacred pillars tore down in this nation. I'm holding you directly responsible. It tells me this personally, I'm holding you responsible. And so as we're seeking the Lord this morning, this afternoon, excuse me, he told me you go directly to Micah 513, which I do not know. And, and as you can tell and you can feel what is going on in this event right now today, I'm gonna read it again. To get our this room into a corporate environment of breakthrough and prayer so that we are all on the same page micah chapter 5 verse 13 he says uh, you to go there i will remove i will remove your idols and your sacred pillars i will remove them from your midst the platform that we are on today stands before this entire nation that is our midst. I'm removing every sacred pillar, every sacred idol, every idolatry in this nation. And I know it says, I will, but we're gonna, he wants us to partner with him uh, in the proclaiming of this truth. I will uproot your images of Asherah from your midst. 
and I will, I will destroy your idolatry. The Lord is seeking vengeance on the nations that do not obey me. image, every idolatrous thing, everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of you, Lord, we repent. Everything by the work of our own hands, everything that we have manufactured and made, where we put our hope and our trust in more than you, you alone, more than our personal image, more than our outward appearance, Lord. More than anything this nation has produced by the GDP.
how long, Lord, will you continue to ignore me? How long will you pay no attention to me? How long must I worry and suffer in broad daylight? How long will my enemy gloat over me? Look at me and answer me, oh Lord my God. Revive me or else I'll die. Then my enemy will say, I have defeated him. Then my foes will rejoice because I am upended. But I trust. I trust in your faithfulness, Lord. May I rejoice because of your deliverance. I will sing praises to the Lord. When he vindicates me. the trumpet in Zion, sound the alarm signal on my holy mountain, let all the inhabitants of the land shake with fear, for the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord is about to come, indeed it is near, blow the trumpet in Zion, blow the trumpet in Zion, sound the alarm,
deceived and lied My child has gone into exile Yeah. 
the king is born to us to overcome exile is born to us a virgin son this child upon the sand said the devil take my hand out of your bended knee you will hold everything you see but our king said no Come! 
the depths of the shadows Oh, and light has come, has come Shela la, Ariana lea. 
The weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. Power, power. Release your power, Holy Spirit, power. Come <laughs> on. 
blazing swords, blazing shields. throughout the room you ask the Holy Spirit release what's inside of you from the Lord in one place.
passages and in the order that I feel like that he said to give them to you. So bear with me. Also, while I figure out exactly where they are. Exodus 4:14. Just gonna read them in order. Then the Lord, the anger of the Lord was kindled and burned against Moses. He said, "Is there not your brother Aaron the Levite? I know that he speaks fluently. Also, I know that he speaks fluently. Also, he's coming out to meet you, and when he sees you, he will be overjoyed." You must speak to him and put the words in his mouth. I, even I, will be with your mouth and with his mouth, and I will teach you what you are to do. Moreover, he he shall speak for you to the people, for he will act as a mouthpiece for you, and you will be as God to him, telling him what I say to you. You shall take in your hand this staff, with which you shall perform the signs, the miracles which, which prove I sent you. Then Moses went away and returned to Jethro, his father-in-law, and said to him, Please let me go back so that I may return to my relatives in Egypt and see if they are still alive. And Jethro said to Moses, Go in peace. Then the Lord said to Moses and Midian, Go back to Egypt, for all the men who are seeking your life for killing the Egyptian are dead. So Moses took his wife, Zipporah, and his sons Gershon, and seated them on donkeys and returned to the land of Egypt. Moses also took the staff of God in his hand. The Lord said to Moses, when you return to Egypt, see that you perform before Pharaoh all the wonders, miracles which I have put in your hand, but I will harden his heart and make him stubborn so that he will not let the people go. Then you shall say to Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, Israel is my son, my firstborn. So I say to you, Let my son go, so that he may serve me. And if you refuse to let him go, behold, I will kill your son, your firstborn. Now it happened at the lodging place that the Lord met Moses. And might I say, this is actually the passage that, um, that he had kept bringing to mind in Sipporah. Now it happened at the lodging place that the Lord met Moses and sought to kill him, making him deathly ill because he had not circumcised one of his sons. Then Zipporah took a flint knife and cut off the foreskin of her son and threw it at Moses' feet and said, Indeed, you are a husband of blood to me. So he let Moses alone to recover. At that time, Zipporah said, You are a husband of blood because of the circumcision so that was the first verse that the Lord asked me to read Um, and then I'm just going to read them in order Um, 
Jeremiah 4, 1 through 4, verse 4. Circumcise yourselves to the Lord. Remove the foreskin of your hearts, O men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, lest my wrath go forth like fire. The next one, Isaiah 57. For the Lord God will help me, therefore I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint, and I know that I will not be ashamed. The Lord really highlighted the flint stone and set your face like flint in the juxtaposition. Isaiah 50, 50, that was verse verse 7, yeah. Sorry. Um, And lastly which I feel like is a proclamation and we have a choice whether we will join or not. Philistine came and approached David, the uncircumcised Philistine, with his shield bearer in front of him. When the Philistine looked around and saw David, he derided and disparaged him because he was just a young man with a ruddy complexion and a handsome appearance. The Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with shepherd's staffs? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. The Philistine also said to David, Come to me, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the sky and the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, a spear, and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have taunted. This day the Lord will hand you over to me, and I will strike you down and cut off your head. And I will give the corpses of the army of the Philistines, the uncircumcised Philistines, this day to the birds of the sky and the wild beasts of the earth, so that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel, and that this entire assembly may know that the Lord does not save with the sword or with the spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will hand you over to us. When the Philistine rose and came forward to meet David, David ran quickly towards the battle line to meet the Philistine. David put his hand into his bag and took out a stone and slung it and struck the Philistine on his forehead 
the stone penetrated his forehead and he fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and he struck down the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in David's hand. So he ran and stood over the Philistine, grasped his sword and drew it out of his sheath and killed him and cut off his head. When the Philistines saw that their mighty champion was dead, they fled. The men of Israel and Judah stood with a shout and pursued the Philistine as far as the entrance to the valley and the gates of Ekron. And the fatally wounded Philistines fell along the way to Sharam, Sharam even as far as Gath and Ekron. The sons of, Phil of Israel returned from the pursuit of the Philistines and plundered their camp. Then David took the head of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem, but he put his weapons in his tent. When Saul saw David going out against the Philistine, he said to Abner, the captain of the army, Abner, whose son is this young man? And Abner answered, By your life, O king, I do not know. The king said, Ask whose son the young man is. When David returned from killing Goliath the Philistine, Abner took him and brought him before Saul with the head of the Philistine in his head. Saul asked him, Whose son are you, young man? And David answered, I am the son of your servant Jesse of Bethlehem. our heart, Lord. Circumcise our heart, Lord. And nothing comes between covenant. Nothing between you, Lord. Nothing between us and you, Lord. In chapter 12, verse 7, then the war, the war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon, and his angels fought back. 
but the dragon was not strong enough to prevail. There's no longer any place left for him and his angels. So that huge dragon, the H's serpent, the one called the devil, Satan, who deceives the whole world.
Praise the Lord. You know, uh, we've been in kind of this mode of maybe warfare or battle. And when I came in, I heard the Lord say, he said, I want you to cleanse yourself because I want to meet you. And the story that came to mind was when Moses told the people, because God said, tell the people to cleanse themselves, wash themselves, take baths, because tomorrow I'm going to meet them. And there's something, I felt like that we were clean. And then I thought uh, as the time moved on, it was about, okay, these weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not after the, the works of the flesh. They're after the spirit. And then I realized that all of the passages that Kara brought up to us were about circumcision. Now, all of us know that you don't go out and grow a foreskin. I mean, I know that might be funny and it may be crazy, but the, the flesh, you just, you're, you're born with that. You know, a foreskin that is, is circumcised is something that needs to happen just because you and I are flesh. Now for male, that's different than female, but I hear that, never mind. But anyway, um, and, and so I really believe that, that God doesn't want you to think that you've committed some great sin that you're needing to repent of. But there are some things that God wants to, he wants to cut away from your heart and away from your life because we need to present ourselves before the Lord because we are on the verge. America and this whole world is right in the midst of the beginning of a great awakening. And it's gonna be God's awakening. And this is where the billion youth are gonna come in. And, and sometimes we, even as humans, we get habits, we get things that we want, we get all this stuff and the flesh begins to grow over our heart and cause to come into question the things that God wants to do. But God says, let me do the surgery. Let me take that flesh away so that I can meet with you. It, it's, it's not a matter of deep, dark sin. It's not a matter of you, you know, listing off your do's and don'ts. It's not that kind of a thing. It really is a work of God that he needs to do in your heart and my heart so that we're ready and prepared to meet him because he wants to channel his glory through us. And if that flesh is not dealt with, that glory is gonna go through flesh. And of course, when that happens, it's not always glorifying to God. But I believe that that is what the Lord is speaking to us about today. We all have issues. We have things that are going on. We, God is showing us those things and we need to be letting him cleanse us and receive those and just let him take that, that uh, foreskin away. And I think that's what it was talking about in this passage of, of Revelation 12. This woman gave birth to a son and then there was war in heaven and the angels fought against the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought back, but they were not strong enough. You see, we are on the winning side. This is a spiritual angelic war and things have to be defeated in the spirit realm many times before they can be manifested in the physical realm. the podcast Lucifer Appeal um, it came out years ago but when we were breaking this was presumptive to today but when we were breaking learning from the word how to break through the, uh, the 
dimensions of heaven and going through the barrier of heaven. I say it this way that the Lord is, let, let me know you're in that third eye wheel and you're moving through the, into the fourth eye wheel. This is where the heights, where the high places were set up over Israel because Lucifer said, I will uh, go up into the heights or make myself like the heights. And he's, like I said at the very beginning of this event, a Lord wants to deal with something related to that, that fourth eye wheel. Well, when I was going through this years ago, the Lord said, you have to have double circumcision to go through the barrier, to breach the barrier into where we're headed, into the throne of God, which is in paradise, at, at where, where Ezekiel went, Micaiah went, Isaiah went. You need double circumcision was the way he put it to me. And in, in those days when, that, when I was going through this prophetically before these events would be led, Dr. Gus Victory, Dr. Tom Gross would both call me or contact me on that day at the very same day for a meeting. And the Lord said that within them, there's the double circumcision. They have the uh, anointing in them to, for the double circumcision. And we went through, we went through two rounds of this, uh, breaking through one, one barrier, and then we went into another barrier, a, a breach through another barrier. But it was all prophetic then. This is reality now. We're in the midst of the real. Uh, this, uh, as you can tell, this is reality. This isn't, perf- this isn't just prophetic. This is actually happening right now, and it will usher in, like Steve said a great awakening because the sapphire throne, what is in heaven will come down on earth, the very reign and rule of our King. And so we've been commissioned by the Lord into this and the Lord is dealing with these things like you're saying, Stephen, uh, Kara. Now imagine Moses, 40 years, 80 years of training is not thinking that he's out of order and the Lord's gonna seek to kill him on his way to deliver Israel and so I'm gonna have them do and we'll start with uh, with uh, guys it's just to pray for the uh, circumcision of the heart now you can stay in your seats or you can come forward um, as they release the anointing is on their life uh, concerning us corporately but also concerning this nation but that our hearts would be circumcised doubly circumcised and I'm gonna have them I just uh, just pray. But if you want to come forward, if you feel like, oh, the Lord's drawing me on this, I need to come forward, just let my heart, I know I feel that myself. Just let the Lord take that scalpel and cut for the covenant uh, deeply to deal with this high place to see a great awakening come on the, on our soil. Okay.
be free Lord to be fully fully bonded to you that have kept us kept us from unifying completely with you the foreskin over our heart over our will over our mind over our thoughts all of our own desires all of our selfish craving our vanity our rage our unbelief, Lord, our sin, that skin, that skin we started covering ourselves in from the day that we turned, oh Lord, we want it gone, we want it gone, Lord, exposure, full trust, we fall into you. Right now, your holy knife working through us.
so committed to the outbreaking of our souls, so committed to releasing us from everything that binds, so committed to the prosecution of our enemies, so committed to the end of our spin doctors and all the ways that we create false narratives, so committed, it's all cut away. It's all cut away. Freedom is offered. Freedom right now. The freedom. The freedom of the Lord. The only place where freedom can be found. It is being offered right now. Come under his knife. You can trust him. Let him do his thing. Let him take it. No matter what it is, let him take it. We must be his. Be your circumcised to you, O oh Lord, this place, this every child of yours in this world right now, in every place being circumcised to you forever. Thank you, Lord. You heard the thunder moments ago. It shook the building. When Moses met face to face with the Lord and he came down with the word of the Lord, others just heard the thunder. But he whispers to your heart. As he moves in you, others will hear the thunder first. They may only hear the whisper of his heart through our being, not so much our doing. of the earth are guided by principles of division. We have our tribes, our nations, our tongues. We have the people that we're comfortable with. But all creation cries out for the coming of the sons of God. All creation is crying out. That's the creation inside of you, too. All those parameters and walls have the opportunity to be trimmed away. The boundaries of the flesh are not where he's calling us to walk. so that we can show our light to people who we would have perceived only days or weeks or hours ago as enemies of God. He says, no, boundaries aside, find the planting of God and invest in that. tribe or tongue other than those that he has made and from him all things come 
and to him all things return. Sometimes I feel like I'm hearing the thunder again and I have to be quiet and listen for his unction. We know he's coming in power and that power will destroy the works of the enemy. How often is it most powerful in the soft, still voice, in the love, in his love, that would reach past all the boundaries and touch the planting of the Lord in his beloved, no matter how lost, no matter how far away they may seem. He's calling it all back. The call has already gone forth. The sacrifice for all has already been spent. How many, how much of us will respond? We cut away anything that's not responding. of the earth he's already placed within you can you see it in in others eyes can they see it in your eyes when you think of them let all the divisions all the nation, tribes, and tongue, all those boundaries go. Can we see them the way he sees them? Can we behold the beauty of the Lord? Lord God, you are rising. You are rising in all creation. You are rising throughout all things. You are rising in us. And no flesh will raise itself before you. So we choose to be circumcised of everything that exalts itself. All of our needs our preferences, our choices, our beliefs, all of our differences, trivia. The river of God can take it away. 
when we hear you in the thunder, Lord, we release it all so we can hear your soft, still voice, so that our being can rise with you. Aside from situations, aside from all the presuppositions you have about whether you're doing well or whether you're doing poorly, or what you would have to secure your safety or whether you could trust in him. Can you trust in him? Can you lay it all down and trust him for everything? Lord, we choose to lay it all down right now and trust you for everything. All creation cries out for the coming of the sons of God. And we lay it all down and rise up and take our place. Your place for us is in you. So it's our custom to get dressed and to wash our bodies. But Lord, it's you who clothe us and it's you who cleanse us. And we walk in that clothing and in that cleansing. It's your breath in our lungs. And Lord, we breathe you and we speak you. All things, Lord, return to you. All that we are is in you. Anything that is not in you is releasable now. feel how would it be to release it all now rise up Lord God and take your place as we release it all in Jesus mighty name we thank you Lord God for the calling on our lives we thank you Jesus for the power of the cross we thank you that our enemy is already defeated we thank you Lord God for the unction to stand up into this marvelous position that you offer us, Lord God. And we receive it in Jesus' name. May every breath we take, may every beat of our heart, may everything we observe with this vision that you've given us, that you're expanding and awakening within us, Lord God, show us more and more of what you're doing in the earth, what you're doing through us and in us, how you're restoring all things in such a time as this. Thank you, Lord. I wonder what it sounds like with all our beating hearts together with him. I wonder what it sounds like with all our breathing lungs as he breathes. As we sing in tongues with the angels. Yes, Lord. May your waking moments, all the moments throughout your day, 
your slumbering moments be held in the perfect plans and power and will of God. And I just welcome us all to surrender it all. <laughs> There's nothing that has more value than what he would give us. Thank you. Give thanks to the Lord. I give thanks to the Lord. Your chesed endures forever.
you the Lord keep you the Lord make his face shine upon you the Lord be gracious to you the Lord grant peace to you amen bless you today
Just behold my bridegroom come My lamp is shining bright With oil to last the night